Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with a new devotional in the Bible app titled, What Does It Mean to Follow Jesus? There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, and it says this, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. The devotional is titled, Come, Follow Me. And it says this, No big shocker that following Jesus is costly. The best things in life always are. Jesus called his disciples and used the phrase, Follow me, over 20 times in the Bible. In the Gospel of Matthew, we read that they left their occupations and their families to follow him. Matthew 4.20 says, At once they left their nests and followed him. And later in verse 22 it says, And immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. There is something profound in how they left. The disciples left to follow Jesus in two ways, instantly and completely. They didn't hesitate in their decision. They didn't take anything with them. They didn't run back home to bid farewell to those they loved. They simply said yes to his call. And for the next three years, they did everything with Jesus. Many will say that what the disciples did was radical and over the top. And it was. To follow someone who merely spoke to them, someone who did not live in a palace as a king should, someone who grew up like them, and someone who came to serve is extreme. Yet they were compelled to follow. There was an unexplainable, unfamiliar force that pulled them to Jesus. The question is, what or who are you following? We all follow something or someone. It may be a person's teaching, a family legacy, or a spiritual philosophy. Our devotion lies somewhere. We just have to admit where that is. As Christ followers, the someone we are to follow is Jesus. But often we get confused about what that really means for us here on earth. If you ask 10 people their thoughts about following Jesus— there's a good chance you'll get 10 different answers. Most answers will have to do with our actions, like live good lives, be kind, show love, go to church, read the Bible, feed the poor, pray for others. There are people who will tell you what you shouldn't do as well. Don't swear, cheat, lie, steal, hurt people, judge anyone. Just be a good person, they say. Then there will be a select few who will tell you the cost of following Jesus is laying down your life so that he can live through you. And what they're suggesting is an all-out surrender to Jesus. Let's dive into what it means to surrender our lives to Jesus as we follow him on this earth, to live our lives so deeply connected to him That saying goodbye to self becomes a joy and an honor. Then there's a reflection question. When you think of how the disciples responded to Jesus' call to follow him, 
what do you feel? Do you feel overwhelmed or inspired at the thought of fully surrendering your life to Jesus? Yeah, I probably feel a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel inspired to follow him, but then when the reality sets in that I need to die to myself to follow him, mm-hmm. that, you know, I think there is that hesitation or that fear that comes along with it. I think that's normal, but that's something that we need to uh, like push through and yeah. pray to the Holy Spirit to help us push through that. And there was something that this devotional said that really stuck out to me about how like whenever you ask people what like the definition of following Christ looks like and they're just like, oh, be kind or do this, love your neighbor or don't do this or don't do that. And it's just kind of feel like, wow, I feel like it's actually so much more than those. Mm -hmm. Because remember, the difference between being a believer and a non-believer isn't whether you're a good or bad person. It's whether you're a dead or a live person. And if we are in Christ, that means we're alive in him for eternity. And it's a whole different level than just like, oh, am I just kind of like dotting my I's and crossing my T's? There's right. so there's such a, a, a heart change. We had a heart transplant and there's something right. far deeper happening here. And it just makes me think of these two like men in the Bible where you kind of see this challenge where there's Elisha who basically, I believe that Elijah came to him. And Elisha, if you read into the context of that scripture of when Elijah came to him and put the mantle on him to become the next prophet of God, what Elisha was is he was a very wealthy like son. They had land, they had oxen. They were like a really aristocratic, fancy family. Mm -hmm. And whenever he had the mantle put on top of him, what he did was is he killed his old life. He burnt and destroyed the plow along with the oxen then to follow God with full commitment. He burned the bridge to his past. That way he's not looking back and think of, you know, uh, Lot and his wife, whenever they're fleeing, whenever they're fleeing Sodom and Gomorrah, the angel said, do not look back and look what happened when she looked back at the whole life. But then I also go to that scripture of the rich young ruler who, when he says like, I've done all these things, what do I need to do to follow you? And Jesus said, sell everything Mm -hmm. and follow me. And what did he do? He turned away. And so for us, we can like choose one or two paths. And of course, I'm not saying that you physically have to go sell everything right the same. But what is Christ saying to you? Mm-hmm. What is the Holy Spirit prompting within you in terms yeah. of following him? Mm-hmm. What are we valuing or esteeming above him in terms yeah. of what's actually impeding our walk with him? Right. Because those things that we value above him, these things that we don't want to talk about, we don't want to admit, those are stumbling blo- blocks in our faith. They're idols. They're idols. And so we have to be very careful of that. But to kind of turn this into a positive. If you're feeling something within your heart right now, hey, praise God that the Holy Spirit's working inside of you. And that may be something that you need to let go of in order to walk freely with Christ. Yeah, that's good. I love the thought behind cost because I'm just thinking like we're sitting in our home, right? Well, our home cost money, but for that cost, there was an exchange. Mm -hmm. Now we live in a home that we love. There's a roof over our head. It's a house that became a home. It's where we're raising our child. And now there's like this attachment to it, but it came at a great cost. And following Jesus, it comes at a cost, but the exchange is so much greater Mm -hmm. than any exchange here on earth. So I'm even thinking about like, oh, we want to save up and go on a vacation. Well, you're trading your time 
and your work for something. And it's this vacation, it's an experience, it's memories with a loved one, etc. And so there's a cost involved. And so I just want to encourage you that just because there is a cost involved, there is a laying down of self, there is a getting rid of the old you and old patterns and old cycles of sin, the exchange of following Jesus is so much greater than anything that he is going to ask you to lay down. And there's going to be like... This peace, this joy, yeah. this new sense of identity and yes. purpose. Like the exchange rate is so small in comparison to what you actually get with following Jesus internally. I'm not even talking about like prosperity gospel, like, oh, lay this down and your life's going to be like blessed, right? Yeah. It's like, no, we lay this down and we're talking eternal life with the king we're talking tears wiped away like face to face with our creator where we will just sing his praises 24 7 like the exchange rate is so small and so i think people get caught up in like oh it costs so much to follow jesus and it's like you getting but what are you getting that's so good yeah wow That is really good. I think we all need to take a second and let that soak in because we can, just like what you're saying, get caught up in that like, oh, this is so hard to lay down. And hey, like we all have had idols. Like my, well, one of my big ones was marriage. And like, I had to lay that down and say to Christ, like you are enough for me, right? And I actually became happier. I became more content. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is we we need to not just look at what we're laying down. We need to look at what we're picking up. And like, man, I get emotional. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That's a great revelation right there. Yeah. Want to pray sign out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this reminder today that nothing that you ask us to lay down here on earth is near, mm-hmm. Father, what we get by following you. Lord, I just pray that we meditate on that today. The exchange rate is so small in comparison to life with you, to eternity with you. Father, I pray that as we surrender fully, fully, God, that we would do it with joy, that we would do it with excitement, that we would do it with honor, Father, because you are so worthy of all our praise. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we're talking to you tomorrow. Arrivederci.